up, everybody? It's Michael Nettemeyer and Joe Geary, and we are your host of the Whitwin Podcast, whatever it takes, whatever it's needed. Joe, I'd say right now, you know, what we want to cover today is basically this. We live in a day and age where everyone wants it now. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Everybody wants it today. They want it now. They don't want to put in the work. You've got social media that's filled with the notion that everyone's succeeding at the highest level. They're crushing life, driving exotic cars, traveling on private jets, taking the best vacations. And then you have the self-proclaimed people, all right, the gurus, so to speak, and on social media. And, and basically what they're going to do is they're going to unlock the mystical secrets of success for you for four easy payments of $599. You see it all the time, right? And people fall into the trap of believing that this is reality. And that's the unfortunate thing. And the reason they believe it's reality is because they don't want to face the hard truth. And the hard truth is that success is oftentimes difficult. And it can be very difficult. It can be at times very defeating, requires consistent hard work. And to be honest, it's often boredom, boring. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's definitely everybody wants it a lot quicker too. And they think it's going to happen tomorrow. But mm-hmm. it usually takes a year, two years, five years, ten years. But people don't like, like to wait that long because like you said, going back to social media – Everybody has it right now. They yeah. show off the highlight reels and they don't show off, hey, what did it take to get that Lamborghini? It took 15 years of mm-hmm. super hard work, dedication, sacrifice. Everybody thinks, oh, I can just go out there, your work, have a Lamborghini. Yeah. I'll be set, which is the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. And it might not even be their Lamborghini. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> That's- there are people on there and you know that it's their car. Right? And then there are other people that they maybe went and rented it. Because they're trying to pitch you a product or sell you a product of, hey, get rich quick. And that's what everybody wants. They want shiny object. They want get rich quick. They want to buy a program and have instant success. The truth is, and what I just mentioned, is that success oftentimes can be very boring. And it's mastering the same mundane, boring habits every single day that are going to lead to a life of success and achievement. Right? It's not like the movies. There's no quick fix. You know. So if that's what you're looking for, if that's what people are looking for, you need to stop. There's no shortcut. There's only hard work. Do you agree with that? 100%. And I think a lot of people think success is like some external thing. Mm-hmm. And they always define it by, oh, it's the cars, it's the watches, it's the jewelry, it's the houses. Which really, like, that's a byproduct of the success. And you'll see a lot of people that skip doing the work. Mm-hmm. And then they finance their lifestyle with a credit card, with loans, with debt. and Just to look like they're successful when they just skip that entire part of taking a long path and doing the work. So I guess another big thing to recognize that it's not all about the the things that you obtain. It's more right. so about who you become. Absolutely. And the skills that you obtain and you know things that you make it through to become a better person. I agree with that for sure. So here's the thing. If you really want the key to success, we'll give it to you right now for free. Here it is. Success is doing half a dozen things really well and you have to repeat it 10,000 times. Like most people... Because the key to ultimate success is consistency. Most people think that they have to do all these different things and they have to be great at all of these things when really it's figure out the five or six things that you need to do to keep pushing your business forward and do it consistently every single day. And when you start having success, because we see this oftentimes too, that people start doing the activities they're supposed to do. They start to experience success, at least a little bit of success or even a lot of success. And then what do they stop doing, Joe? things that got them there. The things that got them there because now they think they don't have to do that anymore. The key is you have to do this every single way. Consistency, consistency, consistency. That's the ultimate key to success. Darren Hardy talks about in uh, his book Compound Effect, he says you reap huge rewards from small, seemingly insignificant actions 
And basically what he's saying is that small choices plus consistency plus time equals significant results. Where a lot of people might make the right choices, they might stay consistent, but they don't stay consistent for a long enough period of time to really see the massive benefits and the results that come from it. They try it for a week. They try it for a day. They try it for a month. They try it for a year even. They're like, oh, well, it's not working as fast as I wanted to. I, I wanted to make $10 million by now. Well, you only gave it 12 months. What happens if you stay consistent for another year? Can your business significantly improve? And then another year, and then another year, and another, and then you just keep, it's compound. It keeps compounding and getting better and better and better every single year. What's your business look like from year one to year four? Um, very small to a lot bigger, but still have a long way to go. Mm -hmm. um, but I'd say in the beginning, it's very intimidating or discouraging because if you're doing it the right way, you should be putting in a lot of work, a lot mm -hmm. of time, showing up almost every day. And the thing is, you're not going to see success right away like you talked about. It's almost like climbing a mountain. All of a sudden, you don't just get to the top. You take one small step at a time. And then right. eventually, you know, you look down and you'll be like, well, I've climbed pretty high. I have a much better view than when I did a year ago or two years ago. So same thing with work. You know, when you first start your very first year, you, the goal is to see some success. Mm -hmm. But don't expect to, you know, be a millionaire, multimillionaire, billionaire in one year. It's going right. to take longer than that, more than likely. Yeah. Yeah, there's no $500 program or $2,000 program that's going to get you. You can go to a conference and spend $3,000 and then you come out disappointed because you're not a millionaire next month. Yes, 100%. Right? And it's just consistent hard work stacked on day after day after day after day that's going to get you. And that's where I say too, like success is earned one day at a time. So every day you wake up, you have a choice whether to get out of bed and push your life forward or not. And the people like you've been doing, you get up, you show up, you show up consistently you're pushing your life forward every single day. And that's not what a lot of people do, though. They do it when it's convenient or when it's easy. Like if we only went to work when we felt good, we'd never get ahead because I never want to come work to work. One or two days a week. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, right? Which it's funny because there's a lot of realtors that do that. Like they, mm -hmm. they'll get into real estate. They'll work maybe one, two days, you know, full two days. Yeah. If you combine all the few hours they show up in the office – Though they'll quit, you know, in less than a year or a year, and they'll say, "Oh, real estate's not for me." Yeah. Well, what is for you? Because right. you can't, you didn't even try it out. You didn't even put in the work. Exactly. So if you can't do it in real estate, what are you going to be able to succeed at? If you can't put in the work, you can't stick to something. You're never going to have any success. Yeah, and they say it's hard. Oh, it's a lot harder than I thought, or it's hard. Well, you didn't even give it an effort. Like if you're not going to commit to this, don't start to begin with. Exactly. Because it's not going to happen working one or two days a week. You've got to do it. And that's where when we say that success, it's, it's all about a choice. You have a choice. You've got a choice every day you wake up. It's about success is one phone call at a time. right? It's, it's that phone call you didn't want to make or that meeting you didn't want to go to that when you do it, it could potentially lead to your breakthrough, to the breakthrough you've been looking for. But most people won't even do that. They're like, oh, I tried it. It didn't work. It didn't work. So here's a question for you. I feel that most people, Joe, want to succeed. And even the people that are succeeding at a high level oftentimes want to achieve more. They want more for themselves than even where they're at. And they're capable of achieving more and wanting more. So the question is, if the majority of people want more for their lives, why don't they do anything to start anything to change it or to start hitting their goals? I think a big part of it is they, have, they give themselves options. Mm -hmm. they, they, it's like that. Basically, if you go back in history, the Aztecs, whenever they used to invade their enemy or go to a different land and try to conquer, mm -hmm. what they would do is they, when they got to the port or they got to the land, they'd burn all their ships. Yeah. And then they'd say, hey, the only way we're going to make it home is if we come home on the enemy's boat. Yeah. 
I think it's the same thing with life. Like so many people give themselves choices. Oh, if this doesn't work, I can go do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I start going to the gym, it doesn't work out. That's okay. I'm fine with how my body looks. Yeah. You know, I'm fine having an extra 50 pounds or I'm fine being a puny little weakling. <laughs> you know, it, people give themselves options and it's having that zero option mentality where, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it work. And mm-hmm. that's the standard I set for yourself because so many people are willing to lower their standards in life or just keep their standards the same and never keep raising them and raising them and raising them, which I feel like for me, that's been a huge part of pushing me to get better and better is raising your standards and keeping them at a very high level. I agree with that. So I think, yeah, and I like the burn the boats analogy because I know that the Vikings used to do that. Apparently Cortez did it. He's one of the famous people known for it. It's leaving no options. And, and I agree with everything you just said there. And it falls back to comfort too, what we talked about last week. You know, good is the enemy of great and all of that. People tend to get complacent. Yes. So so they, they have more potential. They know they can do it, but they get a little bit comfortable too. Well, you know, my life's not bad. And Tony Robbins has a concept. He talks about no man's land. And basically what he says is that you're not really happy about your life, but you're not unhappy enough to do anything about it. So I think that we want to avoid that complacency for one, but I think that rings true for a lot of people that they're maybe not to be happy with their life. And I heard a statistic the other day. There was some Gallup poll that like 80% of people are unhappy. Like it's something crazy, something insane. When, you know, you think about it, like that's a, that's a staggering statistic. But they're unhappy with their life, but they're not unhappy enough to really make any changes for it. So here's the thing. If you want to make changes in your life and you want to start to make an impact and you want to start achieving goals that you set for yourself, whether it's financial goals, personal goals, relationship goals, any goal you have, in order to achieve it, you have to first design the life you want. So I don't think people do that either. So it's like even if you're listening to this right now, take out a piece of paper and start writing down what you want your life to look like. What kind of house do you want? What do you want to drive? How many people do you want to help? What kind of charities do you want to donate? What kind of vacations do you want to take? You need to start writing down what kind of life you want to live. I think most people don't even give any thought to like where they want their life to go. I had a girl in here the other day that was talking about getting into real estate and we were talking about some different things and she said, is that even achievable? Brought up a goal. Is that even achievable? Nothing against her. I'm not like downplaying introducing her at all, but it's just that's the mindset that people have sometimes. They don't think things are – they think things are so far out of reach that they don't even take the time to visualize what would my life look like if I did have that. You know, So I think visualization is a, is a huge key that a lot of people don't do. So I would suggest take out a piece of paper right now if you haven't done this and write down what you want your life to look like. Because if you think about it, the law of attraction is simply directing your attention towards something that was already there. So start writing. You write your goals down, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, do you do it every day? Yes. Just about. You just miss, about, you yeah, miss yeah. days, to be honest. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I miss, miss everybody too. misses days. Yeah. I think a big thing, too, is to like because one thing I do more more so than writing goals down is visualizing because mm-hmm. that helps me more just being able to like see what I want, yeah. visualize myself doing it. So that's really what helps push me a lot, too. It is. It's. It's. You visualize it, and you start. I do it on the like on the treadmill all the time. I get lost in that thing, just visualizing yep. where I want my life to go. And the more clear the picture of the way you want your life to be, the more real it becomes. And the more you start to just as I mentioned, there's a law of attraction. You start to attract those things into your life. So when you set a goal, most people ask too. They say when they when they set a goal or they set they say, "What do I need to do to achieve my goal?" And you brought this up earlier, and I'm glad you did. Instead of starting to say, "What do I need to do to achieve my goal?" The question you need to be asking yourself is, who do I need to become? Who do I need to become to achieve my goal? That's the important question you need to ask yourself because right now in order to hit your goals, the person you are today might not be a person capable of achieving those goals. Would you agree with that? 100%. So who do I need to become to 
become a person that can achieve those goals. So we mentioned this last week a little bit too, though. If you're putting blame on other people or blaming the economy or the government for your lack of success, the first thing you need to do is stop that. You need to quit blaming other people. You alone are responsible for the situation and the current state your life is in. And the first step toward change is awareness. And the best way to become aware is to measure. And that's why we talk about writing stuff down. Write it all down. Writing it all down is key. You track your progress. You track your missteps because you're going to have missteps, but you need to track this progress for long-term success. Track your behavior. You can't improve something until you measure it and track it. And once you do all of this, then you've got to start taking action. It's not enough just to write it down and visualize it. That's all a good step and it's an important step. But without taking action, does anything happen? No, not at all. And just to go back real quick to what you were just talking about, how you need to evaluate and reflect. Mm-hmm. I answer that. That's a huge thing. It's a very difficult thing. You know, I've gone through this phase multiple times where, hey, you look at your life and you reflect. And it basically, you look from when you get up in the morning to when you go to bed. Mm-hmm. And you basically dissect every single thing you do. Because like you just talked about, you need to figure out who you need to become to you know, be that person who acquires you know ten million dollars, a billion dollars. Yeah. What do, what type of person do you need to become? And that starts like even in the morning when your alarm clock goes off. When your alarm goes off, do you get up or do you hit snooze and go mm-hmm. back to sleep? Because that's like the biggest win of the day for yeah most people is if you don't if you hit snooze on that alarm clock, you go back to bed. You're already building a very poor disciplined lifestyle, right? Because you're having to lose the very first thing you do when you wake up. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's just very small things throughout the entire day like that that help build you, turn you into a different person. I agree. And the people that say, well, I'm just not a morning person. Well, the reason you're not a morning person is because you're telling yourself you're not a morning person. 100%. Or I hit the snooze button every day. Well, the reason you're hitting the snooze button is because you're telling yourself you're a person that hits the snooze button. It's all what we focus on is what we start to put attention and energy toward. Start telling yourself I am a morning person. I love getting up in the morning and starting my day. Whether you do or not, if your goal is to get up in the morning, quit telling yourself you're not a morning person and start telling yourself, I am a morning person. I love to wake up. I love to attack the day. Like start giving yourself some positive words instead of just saying, oh, it's not for me or this or that. And so that kind of takes me into to where if you think about it, taking action, right? Because there are a lot of people that will they'll read and they'll know a lot of things and they're smart and this or that, but knowledge isn't necessarily power. It's not what you know that determines the desires in your life. Knowledge isn't power. It's the potential of power, but it's not power in itself. And power is only created when you do and what you do with what you know. So think about this. There are plenty of smart people out there, way smarter than us, and there are geniuses out there that are broke because you can't really take knowledge to the bank. It's a good first step, but only action can do that. So you have to have the knowledge, but then take action. And there's a difference between knowing the path and owning the path. And it's important to know that knowledge uninvested is wasted. Do you agree? 100%. Yeah. So with on your path here to learning, because that's part of it too, we do have to learn and think about who do I need to become? Who do I need to surround myself with? Who do I need to get in front of? But oftentimes two people will say, well, I already know that. I hear it all the time. Well, no, I already did that. I know that. Yeah. No, I know that. So instead of saying when you hear something, maybe you have heard it before, instead of saying, oh, I already know that, you should challenge yourself to ask yourself a few questions. The questions being, am I doing it? So if I know it, am I doing it? Because it's not enough to speak. Well, yeah, I know that. Are am I doing it? The people that say that too, like you can always look at them. They have like 
$200 in their bank account. Yeah, they're yeah. driving a piece well. of shit. They don't have any money at all. <laughs> right. They don't have anything together because there are always people that have the biggest egos. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, I know everything. Yep. I've, I've already heard that before. It's like, really? Look at your life. Yeah. You have nothing going for you at all, mm-hmm. but you, quote, unquote, know it all. Yeah, because they, they think they know it all. Yes. Yeah. And so that's the first question I would ask myself is, if I've heard that before, am I doing it? All right. The next thing I want to ask myself is, have I mastered it? Because it's not, it's one thing to know it. It's another thing you're taking more action by doing it. But now have I mastered it? And then the third thing I would ask myself is, would my results prove that I've mastered it? Do I just think I've mastered it because in my head I think I've mastered it? Or am I seeing the results consistently to prove to myself that, yes, I have mastered that? And if you're not, those are the things you need to do. As we mentioned earlier, Success is doing six things repeatedly, consistently, over and over and over and over and over again. You may only have to do one thing really well. You know, like for, for in real estate, it's you need to be consistently talking to enough people. If you talk to 20 people every single day about real estate-related conversations, I guarantee you over a period of time, you will have success. You could be the worst person in the world at talking to people about real estate, and you could still have success if you do it enough. Like that was me way back in the day when I was a real estate agent, when I started as a real estate agent. I was terrible at it, but I did it enough consistently to where I started having a lot of success. And it took a couple of months to start getting some wins, but then it stacked into more wins and more wins and more wins and more wins. And it led into having a really successful career. But that's where most people won't do that because they say, well, I already know how to do that. Or I tried that. It didn't work. And they're not going to stick with it consistently enough. So you're a guy too, Joe, that's been very consistent and you've seen results because of that. 100%. And it's not just something that you did once or twice or three times. It's day after day after day after day. You're one of the top earners. You probably will be the top earner in our office this year. And you're the person that shows up the most consistent every single day. You show up every day. Yes. So it's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, it's funny. But it's it's not hard, though. And it it just goes back to discipline. It's just like a knife. You have to keep sharpening it. It'll get dull. Like I'm sure you found yourself in places, too, where Mm -hmm. you see your discipline waning off. And you have to force yourself to do things to get that discipline back. Right. You know, for me, it's 75 hard. Whenever I see my discipline starting to get dull, mm-hmm. I'll jump right back on 75 hard. And that usually gets me right on track and disciplined again. So explain what that is real quick. I'm sure most people know, but maybe for the people that don't know, what 75 yeah, hard Yeah, so 75 hard is 75 days. You do no alcohol, no cheat meals. So you stick to a diet the entire time. You read 10 pages a day. You do two workouts that are 45 minutes. One has to be outside. Um, drink a gallon of water. And take a progress pick every day. So it's pretty much six items that you do for 75 days mm-hmm. straight. And just like you said, you do five or six items a day. That's all you need to focus on. So this is a great way to get yourself on track. And, and all of these things that you do in it, I will say, correlate directly to business. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, you'll see yourself not cutting corners. You'll say, oh, I used to do that, but now I'm super disciplined, so I'm going to do mm-hmm. this instead. So, so it's really cool how that all correlates into your life. And yeah. You know, you start to see success all of a sudden because you're doing all these things that high-performing people do, and then you keep compounding the wins. It's funny too because I was going to bring that up that it has like that program has nothing to do with work, and it spills over into work. Yes, because you're living a disciplined life every single day. It spills into having a disciplined business life as well. Hundred percent. And and so and I've seen you do this, and I'm going to kind of poo-poo all over you here for a minute because when you stop, what happens? fall off. Yeah. Yes. Right? I do the same stuff. Yes. It's the hardest thing <laughs> because you, you, the pendulum almost swings because you're yeah. on the, the spectrum where you're very disciplined. Uh-huh. You're not drinking at all. You're not going out or yeah. anything. 
And then as soon as you get off that, that's the hardest part because the pendulum swings the other way. And, and now you go, go, you, go, you, go, you go get drunk, you eat pizza, exactly. you, you, you spend do whatever you want. The weekend turns, you know, a cheat meal turns into the whole weekend. 100%. Snows into, snowballs into, hey, it's Monday. I don't know if I'm going to work today. Yes. Yeah, yes. I get it, 100%. man. Yeah. 100%. I'm very like all in or not too. And that's, so, that's the same way. I can yeah. either do all or nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard yes. to be kind of in the middle. I'm extreme either way. And uh, yeah, so it's it's funny how that works though that once you start getting discipline in your personal life, it rolls into discipline in your business life. Same way, if you start getting some discipline in your business life, you can spill into discipline in your personal life as well. And I promise you, if you're disciplined with your fitness, with your diet, with your your water intake, with your mindset, with your writing your goals on doing all of those things, it's way easier to be successful at business. 100%. Your energy levels are through the roof. Exactly. Your mindset's clear. You're locked in. You don't have distractions. You're focused on what's important and what your goals are and what you need to do to win the day. And it's way easier to get out of bed. Because here's the thing. No matter how much success you experience, like I think a lot of people too think that like just once you have enough money to not worry about money anymore, like life just becomes super easy. It doesn't. You're still going to have days where you don't want to get out of bed. And that's why we talk about too. You've got to have the stronger why. What's pushing you that we've mentioned on podcasts before? What are new targets to keep getting new levels so you don't get complacent and fall into that Tony Robbins no man's land where you're not life's not where you want it to be, but it's also not bad enough to make any changes. All right. And so success stems from all of it. So I'm, I'm going to leave you guys with this. So Think about this. Success is never owned. Brendan did a quote on it the other day. I liked it. He said it's rented, right? Success is never owned. You have to get up every single day and get after it. Every single day, again and again and again, day after day after day after day. And you're going to face adversity. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to have days when you want to quit. And you have to hang in there. And you have to keep showing up and consistently do the things that will push your business forward. And when you do that enough, eventually you're going to be living the life you always wanted to live and living the life you always imagined. So today I want you to visualize your life and then I want you to start taking action on what you need to do to start getting some consistency going and building some discipline so you can live that life you were born to live. 